It's about how the Holy Spirit moves through the faithful stewardship of capital. It's about giving. It's about investing. It's about seeing God's kingdom come and God's will be done through all that he has entrusted us with. And so there's a a broader conversation about just faith-driven investing period. But today we're going to go ahead and spend some time talking about that and unpacking a little bit more about what we mean by uh, making impact investments. Welcome to the Generosity Now podcast, where we bring you inspiring stories of generosity and whole life stewardship. Our goal is to showcase individuals and organizations making a positive impact on our communities and across the world. I'm your host, Eric Mose, president of the National Christian Foundation, Rocky Mountain Region, and I'm joined by my incredible co-host, Lori Bosser, VP in our office. Lori, how are you doing today? Eric, it is just a great day. Yesterday here in the Rocky Mountains um, was one of my absolute favorite days. The Air Force Academy graduation happened, and we get spoiled by those Thunderbirds flying by our houses, and what a just beautiful scene that that is, and I love being able to support those cadets here locally. Yeah, it was really great. So uh, Lori and I actually both live um, directly across from the Air Force Academy, and I actually think we get a better show here at our houses than if we like went down closer to the academy. So they they fly over and bank. I, I saw like this beautiful like five um, five F sixteens, right? Uh, they fly the F sixteens. The F sixteens flying over, and man, it would have been a bad day for recording the podcast with some significant um, background noise, but uh, but it really is special. It is loud when they come buzz in our houses. It's just such a great treat to us and such a joy. So today on the Generosity Now podcast, we want to give you a bit of a primer on impact investing. Eric, you've been doing this impact investing conversation for a long time. Can you explain to us what impact investing is? Absolutely, Lori. Um, it's it's something that that I and, and many have also become very kind of passionate about as well, and and so um, when when we talk purely um, impact investing, we're talking about investing our charitable capital for economic, social, and spiritual transformation. And so we'll go ahead and imp- unpack that a little bit more. But there are different people that define impact investing differently. But but what we're looking for um, when we are are making impact investments, while we um, are helping facilitate impact investments, is a triple bottom line. It's an economic, a social, and a spiritual transformor- uh, transformation is what we're really looking for. You know, I was I was actually um, last, uh, about two weeks ago, I was hanging out with Henry Kastner with um, the Faith Driven Entrepreneur and Faith Driven Investor group. And he actually gave me a copy of his book, uh, The Faith Driven Investing. And I, I do want to differentiate the conversation. So we're talking specifically about the investment of your charitable capital. There are also other conversations that we're having. The Faith Driven Investor group is having conversations around how we're stewarding all of our capital, both our private capital and our charitable capital. Uh, we're going to have a, a conversation with Rachel McDonald here very soon and and a conversation again about how do we steward all of our capital but we here are talking about the investment of our charitable capital but I do think this is really helpful in the introduction of the book um, the faith driven investor he says uh, he starts Henry starts off by saying does your faith affect the way you invest this question comes with an easy answer yes faith affects everything the trickier question is this though how does your faith affect the way that you invest? And I really love that question. Um, He also goes on to say, 
faith-driven investing movement is really all about how we steward all the financial resources that God has given us. It's about how the Holy Spirit moves through the faithful stewardship of capital. It's about giving. It's about investing. It's about seeing God's kingdom come and God's will be done through all that he has entrusted us with. And so there's a a broader conversation about just faith-driven investing period. But today we're going to go ahead and spend some time talking about that and unpacking a little bit more about what we mean by uh, making impact investments. Eric, just to jump back a little bit to the basics. When we talk about charitable capital, can you explain how do we invest charitable capital? Where is that charitable capital? Sure. So charitable capital um, in, in, the, in the world that, that we're speaking about is, is funds that are in our kind of our charitable pockets. And so those could be in your a donor advised fund. It could be in a private foundation. It could be in a um, supporting organization. And so these are funds that have already received kind of charitable taxable benefits and they're sitting in those accounts. And so now the question is, is we've got a balance in those. And so how are we going to invest those funds? Those funds that are sitting, waiting to be deployed, waiting to be given to charities, waited to, to do other kind of kingdom impacting work. How are we going to steward those funds while they're, while they're waiting? Um, we could put them simply into the normal capital markets. We could simply um, invest those in the S&P and 500. But yet, there's also a place where you can take those that same capital and invest it for charitable impact um, and make an impact investment. So you're actually able to take those dollars that are in those charitable accounts and invest them in both for-profit and non-profit organizations that are doing great work, that are seeking that triple dot bottom line, that economic, social, and spiritual transformation. And so there's different ways to go about that. And, and we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about some of those um, here as we, we continue today. So what I'm hearing is once we get those dollars into a charitable bucket, we've gotten that tax benefit. We don't just have to give it away to charity. We can actually do some investing with it. And that investment can be more long-term. And those dollars can be given in debt or equity. And it doesn't have to just be given away as charitable, as we all define charitable to somebody else deploying it to their programs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, there's, 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 there's multiple different facets to this. And so, um, and that's why we actually wanted to use this as kind of like a little primer on um, impact investing. Hopefully it'll be helpful. This is actually a, an episode that you might come back to as we talk with different people that are talking about different specific impact investments along the way in this podcast. We'll reference back to this podcast and talk about uh, just like, what do we mean by this? And what do we mean by that? So yes, there are multiple ways that you can make impactful investments, seeking that triple bottom line using your charitable capital. And so, um, and, and there, it's a whole varied, um, uh, different ways. So there are pooled funds that exist that are focused uh, domestically or internationally. Um, some some that do a, a breadth of those. Um, we also have um, direct investments that you can make. So you could say, "Hey, I love the work of this organization. It's a, a faith filled leader that's running this organization, and 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 I and I I want to see their impact grow. And so I want to actually make an investment um, in their business. And so it could be a let's say it's a, a coffee shop. So you could have a coffee shop that. Um, that's employing um, uh, people with special needs or they're employing people that um, are, are the homeless and they're trying to transition out and give them job security and give them a give them a, a resume but help them build a resume and help them with like the, the normal ways of life and help them to launch them into a new career that, that that could be a great opportunity for an impact investment and so literally you can take your charitable capital 
Um, that's at NCF or other donor-advised fund platforms. Uh, you could also take charitable capital that's in a private foundation, supporting an organization, and make an investment through a third-party organization. Um, NCF actually had some friends and asked us asked them to start something called the Impact Foundation. And the Impact Foundation, based on 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 this day at this time, they've they've invested almost four hundred million dollars into different organizations, and so you could actually make an investment, a equity or a debt instrument type of investments. You can give them a loan or you can actually give them, um, have some ownership in that business. And then when they have a return, when they pay that loan down, when they do a distribution to, to shareholders, those then come back into your impact account, um, actually in a tax free or a tax preferred way. And those funds are then able to be either invested again, or you're able to then grant those dollars out to nonprofits. It is just amazing because this sounds like we're multiplying impact with the same dollars over the years instead of just those dollars getting deployed once. Absolutely. Yeah. Impact uh, goes beyond just grants. So we, we believe there's an absolute place for pure charitable giving hear that from us. We're not saying that all funds need to be invested, period. There is a place for pure charitable giving. But God designed his economy to run on the fuel of our generosity, and yet charity alone cannot solve the world's toughest issues. In many places, a job is actually more valuable than a handout. Eric, and during this process of this year with me being with NCF, I've heard of some of these companies that have just had amazing impacts. There's a creamery in Kenya. Yeah, Masaka Creamery is a really incredible impact investment. Uh, uh, there, uh, John Porter uh, will be on an episode coming up in uh, probably uh, right following this this episode, or you might have heard him already. If you haven't heard it, go listen to the to the episode we did with John Porter at the C12 conference. And uh, he's the CEO of a Masaka Creamery, which they are a yogurt manufacturing company in Rwanda. And get this, they employ deaf Rwandans. Um, more than 50% of their employees are, are hearing impaired. And, and, and this is the neat thing. So, so John really felt um, God's call to meet the marginalized, the, those that, that, that were in great need. And so at first, he actually thought he was going to be doing like a, a subpar um, employment type of situation by employing these folks. And what he actually has found is that his deaf employees are actually the better employees. The employee turnover in the deaf, communi- deaf community is so much lower than that of the hearing community. And so they have, they have longer term employment, so they're actually now more profitable as well. And that business is doing incredible good. It's also a lot of fun to be there. And it's really helped these individuals be able to provide for their families and be able to have dignity for their own lives of being able to have a job. Absolutely. And that is just a joy to see that. That impact investing has really helped um, in many, many different ways. Yeah. We have another friend, um, uh, NCF Giver in our Heartland office, who he actually works to pitch um, a impact investment that he calls with a zero return. And so, um, by the way, the returns on impact investments can be um, very um, 
it could be a very broad spectrum. They could be uh, what we would consider, and many would consider like a charitable return, but they could also be a full market or actually, um, you know, on the on the lines of more private equity levels and venture capital levels of of, of return. And so it's it's a, a large swath. And um, and so this gentleman, a gentleman named Rod Brenneman, we'll have him actually on the show as well. Rod often um, works with a nonprofit that do, that focuses on orphanages in and around the world, and he actually asked for a, a zero return impact investment to his friends. And he says, "Listen, um, I'm asking for this investment one time, and I'm never going to come back and ask for another penny from you." But what they are doing is is they're actually building tunnel farms where in the communities that they have orphanages. And these tunnel farms are think about a a greenhouse that has open walls, and in there they're producing um, produce, fruits, and vegetables, and things like that. Well. It, talk, it, it it costs about a half a million dollars to start one of these, um, but yet in the six in the first six months, it's actually now churning a profit. Okay, and so it actually employs those families that live in the community. And so actually, what they're seeing is that actually the orphaned population is diminishing because a lot of children are actually orphaned because of a lack of income, not because of just uh, parents have been um, have died through disease or war or that's, famine and things like that. That's very true in some of these third world countries. And so they're actually able to employ, in one of these tunnel farms in Africa, I think they employ almost 300 individuals. And so they're reducing the number of, of children that are actually being orphaned. And this is profitable. And so there's families in the community that now have work and it actually pays for the work of the orphanage. And so they no longer need to be raising up support. That self-sustaining model is just fabulous. Yeah. And so it, to me, it's almost like a no brainer as he goes and he's meeting with some of his friends and he and invites them to join this zero, zero return impact investment. But it's like, hey, but I'm never going to come back and ask you again. I absolutely love it. You know, that's actually what our friends down at Musana do in a lot of ways. They are, they, they ask for um, funds to help with the development of property and, and hospitals, but then the ongoing support is no longer needed because those are, those are producing an economic engine that's going to support the ongoing work. It's a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. Absolutely amazing. And these are new ways that we as believers have really developed how we can use our charitable dollars in doing it by impact investing. Yeah, and there, there's there's other ways to do or, or other, you know, so we just described a few kind of direct investments, uh, one in um, uh, two different ones in Africa with Musaka and, and with this orphanage, which is really neat. But then there are also some some pooled funds that exist. And so um, Sovereign's Capital uh, with Henry Kastner and that group and Luke Roush, they kind of led a lot of the way as it relates to creating some some pooled funds. And so you're actually take, able to take your charitable capital and invest in the Sovereign's Capital funds. And they are then investing in faith-driven business owners and, uh, and investing in those business to perpetuate those businesses. Beautiful. And so and then they're, and they're seeking a, a true kind of market rate return in those. Uh, we have also friends, uh, John Halverson and David Sims with Talatin. Uh, this is an impact investment fund that smoke, that's focused on small to medium enterprises in the developing world, um, primarily in Africa. And uh, you're able to make an investment into them through your through your donor advice fund, your supporting organization, or private foundation. You can also invest your private capital also in Sovereigns or, or Talaton and, and these other organizations. And I and we would encourage you to do that. Have your entire portfolio personal capital or private capital and your charitable capital invested in kingdom impacting organizations is truly a great thing. So in 
some of those organizations also do screenings on some of these investments. And their screenings, sometimes we call that um, biblically responsible investing. Mm-hmm. And those screenings often have positive screenings of putting things that are more biblically focused in and also negative screenings of things that you desire not to have in your investments. Yep, absolutely. So um, I think our friends over at Eventide have kind of really paved the way as it relates to some of this. And so another great organization uh, that we'll also have on the podcast down the road to talk and, and to share more about the work that they're doing. But um, uh, but yeah, they, they kind of have, I think, paved a lot of the way as it relates to this, what we call BRI. Um, many people would know it's SRI, socially responsible investing. This is BR, biblically responsible investing. And what they do is is some of the SRI stuff is actually just a negative screen. So it's, it's saying, hey, we don't want to have any bad actors in here. We don't want to support um, drugs and alcohol and, um, and and different things like that. Um, but but some are saying, no, 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 we don't want to just say what we're not for. We, w- we want to say this is what we are for. And so that's where the BRI, the biblically responsible investing kind of screen can go onto a portfolio and seek out businesses. And I actually think it's really important that we as believers um, would, 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 would actually be a little bit more vocal with our capital and and really say, hey, business, we don't support the work that you're doing. This doesn't honor God. This doesn't honor human flourishing. This is not good for society. And one way we can do that is, is by aligning our, our investments, our personal capital, our charitable capital in a way that glorifies God and all the work they do. Actually, here at NCF, we um, this past year just launched um, five different faith-driven investment pooled options within our donor advised funds. And so if you're like just trying to get started and you, you're just getting your head wrapped around this, a great way to start is, is we actually have these five different buckets. I actually moved our entire family's um, charitable giving funds, our donor advised funds, into these five different um faith-driven investment pooled options. And it's a great, great opportunity for families to really just get started with aligning their charitable capital in a way that glorifies God and all that they do. And that's where you started this conversation, Eric, of putting our faith in all parts of our life, Hmm. not just having it be a piece of our life, but letting our faith really help us determine and help us make our choices, putting our values really in all parts of what we really what we're, we're walking, what we're, we believe. Absolutely. No, you're so right. Um, uh, thanks for calling that back to attention. Hey, you know, this 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 episode, we're actually planning it to be a little bit shorter, be just a primer on impact investing. But I did want to share a few other kind of res- resources. If you're just trying to get up and running and trying to get your mind wrapped around um, faith-driven investing and, and also uh, impact investing, uh, and maybe we actually, um, I'll go through a couple of these and maybe we give a couple more kind of general examples that we can give to, to, because I think it's helpful to hear, like, what are people doing? What type of investments are we able to do that? So we'll, we'll kind of do that, Lori. But um, a couple of resources that come to mind is, um, first off, the Faith Driven Investor um, group. So their webpage, their podcast, their book, their study groups are all great ways to really dig into um, faith driven investing, which will um, be, like we said, we've said a few times through here, both your personal capital and your charitable capital um, and, and aligning that is a great great way to do that. Uh, the Impact Foundation. Uh, Jeff Johns and Amy Minnick started the Impact Foundation, and they are doing incredible work. Um, uh, Lori, you, I think you know this. Not everybody does know this. Um, the Chosen 
was a for-profit organization, and it was the largest crowdsourced-funded show to to be out there, to my knowledge. And um, and so uh, I actually remember a day where my dad wanted to make a, a contribution because they have that the, the that come up, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to make a hundred-dollar contribution." You know, I'm like, "Awesome, Dad!" And then he, and so he did, and he goes, "Well, where's my charitable receipt?" I'm like, "Well, Dad." They're actually not a nonprofit. So that was your personal capital that you can do there. And he's like, well, that's cool. But I mean, they're doing such good work. Like, is there a way that I can actually invest in them? And we had so many givers asking that question. So what we actually did is opened a fund at NCF for the chosen show. And and that is facilitated by the Impact Foundation. And so givers are able to give into the chosen fund. If, it, if they are making a contribution that's under $25,000, they're able to, um, it's just a zero return investment, but they're able to use their charitable capital to invest in the work of the chosen. If they're giving over $25,000, there is actually a return that's actually available for them. And so they're able to, to get a return back. So that's that's another example of some of the neat things that the Impact Foundation is doing. Eric, and that is just such a great example. Um, actually, here in Colorado Springs, we mirrored another perform- live performance that actually travels around, and it's called The Thorn. And we mirrored that same wave for people to be investing because The Thorn is a live, as I said, a live production of the Passion of Christ mm. story. Mm-hmm. It is so impactful to in this live performance that we wanted to have that performance taken across the country. Again, what an opportunity for people to invest in the gospel being shared across our country. And impact investing can really help that also. Absolutely. It's a great way to kind of fuel the the work that they're doing. It, and the show is is growing in impact. It was actually in, in a lot more theaters this last year. And, and it, I hear there's incredible hunger for more and more and more. And so things like, yeah, The Thorn is another great example of a great kingdom impact investments available that's facilitated through the Impact Foundation. Right. We've actually had two other investors um, here locally um, in our region that have used capital or charitable capital to be able to invest in almost like a teen center for their area mm-hmm. because they wanted the kids to have a place, a safe place to come in and, and spend time after school instead of being out on the streets or in places. So now they have places to go. Parents know where that they are. And it's an, it's a socially impacting, spiritually impacting these kids to be for for the kingdom. Absolutely, yeah. The the other one was a group down in a in a Grand Junction, uh, Colorado, and they um, their daughter was in Christian dance, but there was no Christian dance studios available, and there also was a lacking of event centers, and there was actually multiple churches that were having a problem finding a location for the comedian. And so uh, a couple used their charitable capital to make an investment um, in in a group that purchased an old Indian motorcycle dealership. And at that dealership, they've now converted that space into a Christian dance studio. Two churches actually meet there over the weekends and an event center during the week. And so that property is churning a, a, a profit. It, it is a profitable business. And so they're able to pay down the debt that it was to purchase this property. Uh, and those funds go back into the giving fund where they can be invested again or granted out again at another time. It's really great. What great stories. Sorry. 
back to the resources. Yeah, no, that's so good. Um, yeah, if you're saying, hey, I, 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 I've got money that I, I'd love to see some more of these type of businesses. Um, our friends down at the Lions Den, DFW, Vip Vipperman, and uh, Greg Lyons are um, really are doing a great thing. They actually have these practice pitch sessions that they help facilitate, where invest um, um, see, folks seeking investors are able to kind of do a safe pitch to folks, and and you can get some information, and you can learn and engage with them, and, and get some more information. And so uh, check out the Lions Den DFW. Uh, we actually have multiple givers here locally that fly down to that uh, annual event as well every year and, and participate. Um, something else, if if you're you're somebody that has an investment that you want more people to, to get heard, to get known about, or you're an investor and you want to find more of these type of one-off deals, um, you can go to the Faith Driven um, Entrepreneur and Investors Marketplace. So if you go to um, Faith Driven Entrepreneur or Faith Driven Investor, there's going to be a link for Marketplace. And that's kind of like a GoFundMe page for um, for all types of impact investments, both actually pooled funds. There's some pooled funds there and there's some direct investments. And so it's a great way to, to get exposure. Um, that is for accredited um, and qualified investors. But 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 go take a look and and, and see the work that they're doing there. Um, our friends, we've already mentioned them before, but Sovereign's Capital, Eventide, Crossmark with Bob Dahl, these are all great um, avenues for seeing some more impact investments out there. And, and there are many, many, many more. Uh, we have friends that, that are doing a lot of unique things. And so if you're you're wanting to get more into the conversation about impact investing, feel free to to, to send us a note at the at info at generositynow.org. Or, you know, really, I would say probably the largest venue for for this is in the the faith driven investor group. They're 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 very open handed. They're not just trying to get more people to get involved in their deals. They're trying to really make a movement of faith driven investing and faith faith driven investment options out there. Well, thank you for spending time with us today. Hopefully, that this has been an impactful. Um, uh, no, no pun intended, an impactful uh, conversation about impact investing. Um, on the Generosity Now podcast, we seek to inspire, equip, and connect our listeners for generous kingdom impact and whole life stewardship. For more information on us, please check us out at ncfgiving.com forward slash Rocky Mountains. You can also send us an email to info at generositynow.org. Please go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a five-star review and share with your network. That's after you've listened, clearly. And I want to leave with this doxology today from Hebrews chapter 13, verses five and six. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Thank you all and God bless.